Oh, yeah, that's right. It's Beer and Ball coming to you on a Thursday because we're, uh, we're crazy like that. You never know when you might find yourself needing some some beer and some ball and some goodness and some hotness. And that's what we do, Billy. We, we, we bring the goods each and every week. Negs, it's even better on a thirsty Thursday. How about that? Ooh. I mean, oh, you're right. Someone say thirsty Thursday. Oh, oh you yeah. crack that carry Come the G on, K, baby. baby. Come oh. on. Congratulations. Congratulations Thank on, Thank on the you, beverage. Sir. And, uh, hey, man, a thirsty Thursday on bear week. Let's just feast in it. I'm ready Soak for in it. it. Speaking of feast, you got the feast tonight. They're at the, uh, the B-dubs, right? The football feast, baby. We're, we're going across the go. state in Wisconsin throughout the weeks on Thursdays. Uh, our guys, Drew and KB, do their first two hours. Then I come on in after they've fired up some spicy garlic wings, and I sit on down <laughs> and chop it up for a couple hours. So that's it. a good I deal. And the best part is you got discounted beer, so everybody else can have even a better See, time. See, it's beer, it's ball. What more do you Amen. need, people? I love Amen. it. Amen. Amen. And okay, you know I, us I people know. from Wisconsin, especially if there's a discount involved, we're always down for it. We're, we're on it. We're on it. Uh, talking about what do we need, I'll tell you what we need. We need a better performance from the green and gold on Sunday night after that Big embarrassment time. that we saw on Sunday. We're Okay, let me ask you this, because obviously coming out of the, the wake of that game, and everybody goes back and watches the game, and it's like, oh, my God, what happened? What was your initial reaction? What were things like on Packers OT, like, where were you headspace wise after watching and witnessing pretty much a debacle from the green and gold? Yeah, in eggs, it's not a comfortable place to get into where you're where you somehow expect uh, somewhat of a lackluster performance in week one and you're comparing right. dud against dud. <laughs> right. But I, it kind of felt like that, right? Like I kept. Yeah dating myself back to how I felt in the new or in the uh, Jacksonville airport last year, flying back from Packers and saints and right. thinking this team's going to win like five games. Like how on earth do you just get run on by yeah. Jameis Winston led new Orleans saints like this? And seriously, I didn't feel the same after Sunday's game. It felt like to either. me, I didn't either. Right. Right. Nags. It felt like to me more of, for a long time like he, he started to give me the the feelings nags that i think a lot of fan bases had when they watched Devonte adams for the last you know five or six years of saying as long as it's close and he doesn't completely wreck the game you're gonna have chances to win but he wrecked the game too early and we can we can parse all through it i i know where you stand on running the damn ball i mean yeah, I don't want to say it, but I'll just say it. Run the fucking ball, man. How hard is it? Got to be a focal you've point, got man. The, the, the offensive line being where it was in that game as far as who you had up, who you had down, who you had playing, man, let them fire off and run the ball a little bit. I, I guess I should have seen it coming, though. The idea that Matt LaFleur wants to run his stuff, Aaron Rodgers wants to run his stuff, and the two of them are pretty hard-headed. And I think that game clearly illustrates that in the sense of, nope, we are going to spread it out and Aaron's going to find the matchups and we're going to try and make it work the way we always have. I just, I'm, I'm going to say I'm shocked, but I was very disappointed in the approach on the offensive side of the ball in the sense of like, we're just going to run our stuff. Yeah, and didn't it just feel like they allowed the game to not get away from them? Because the, the really, I mean, four possessions in, it's a seven-point game. 
And, right. and that's where the thought that you are chasing points, having to throw the ball and not just leaning on Aaron Jones, who next three of the first four times he touches the ball, he explodes for eight plus. And I don't, don't want to say it. They were on their heels. I'll just say it. They were on their heels. I mean, but that's the thing. Like, and it's funny because we talked about this on Let's Talk Football on Monday with, with Andy Herman. This idea that they do seem to feel like they're chasing it instantly in that game. And mm-hmm. I think some of it maybe is because of their frustrations with not being efficient, not being very kind of not, you know, converting third downs, not getting more plays. Because it to your point, it's a seven point game. Yet yes. there's all these you know, long developing pass plays being called Rogers sitting back in the pocket serving rather than get the ball out of your hand, just get it to Aaron Jones, get it to AJ Dillon, mm-hmm. get it up and down the field efficiently. That's all you need to do. It really felt like almost from the get go because they, you know, didn't, you know, there was obviously the drop right at the start kind of sets the tone, but it really the second, third drive in, you start feeling like, okay, they're pressing, but I have no idea why. Yeah, and the the drop touchdown definitely, uh, I mean, let's be honest. It changes the game completely from the headspace, right? Yes. On the on the scoreboard, it's just seven points. Right. But could you imagine the show you were doing all week long if Christian Watson's first play as a Green Bay Packer is a 75-yard walk-in touchdown, albeit even better nags? For right. absolutely torching a soon-to-be Hall of Fame corner in the process, like yes, that's sir. that's big well, time, big time stuff that they the were thing this too, close to having. The thing that's so frustrating is like, how often do you see Rogers go back there, right, and launch one? And as the as the camera pans, you're like, okay, is this guy open, or is there is this a fifty-fifty ball, etc. A lot of times, so maybe there's not enough space. Like, it's thrown a little bit out of bounds. Guy's got to make an adjustment. Mm-hmm. This was so perfect. It was like an extended handoff. And to see the camera pan and have Watson, like, two steps. I mean, it wasn't cool. just like, okay, I'm, I'm even, I'm leaving. Like, gone. Left the mm-hmm. dude in the dust open. That's where it's like, oh, my gosh, this is really going to happen. And then the drop happens. I, it's and- so deflating. And and that's the part of that's where maybe that's why, right? Like that was the only reason initially I thought they felt like they had to go get those seven points back. The tough part is they were there, yeah. right? Like they were, yep. they're there yep. until ultimately JJ breaks their back with the 34 yard touchdown or whatever yeah. on the second blown coverage and a half uh, on the most dangerous player on the field. Like that's the game can sometimes nags be as simple as black blocking and tackling. Sometimes yes. the game is as simple as, that guy was the best player on the field today. Well, I'd love to get into this with you because like all week we've heard from local and national media alike about what they should have done or what they could have done. And I've under and I've you know listened to Matt talk about well, you can't change the structure of your defense and like, we're a zone team. And I, I get all of it. I understand that. But there's gotta be a better plan for handling one of the most explosive and best offensive weapons in the league than we're just going to run our stuff. And they, I didn't see a lot of man match stuff. I didn't see. It was so funny because like in the second half, they got a little bit more into at least some more man concepts or passing off in a man match kind of situation. But it was so odd how first third down of the game, they come up in press man and Stokes gets beat on that inside stem. And that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yep. But after that, it was like they just 
called the dogs off and didn't want to press and didn't want to be up in the, the grill. And I understand, again, that Jefferson's moving around. There's got to be a better approach than, oh, well, you know, he's in motion. There's nothing we can do. Come on. You know, the, the, the history of the league is littered with really excellent offensive weapons at receiver being somewhat, at least limited. I mean, Bill Belichick has spent a whole career figuring out a way to take away the mm-hmm. best weapon on the offensive side of the ball and forcing someone else to beat you. Well, in Negs, I was called quite condescending on Packers <laughs> OT because oh no, as I uh, I I kind of I, I brought up the fact there's really no true box in one that you can just play in the NFL right. and just say you know ten on ten we're gonna go run we're gonna run zone everywhere else but we're gonna match up best player on best player and you can do that for a play or two. But right. then at some point that guy's running full speed and he knows where he has to go yep. and you're supposed to react in split second moments. Um, I mean, they get, he played Darnell Savage and Adrian Amos like a fiddle on the 62 yarder. Darius yeah, Butler did. did a fantastic breakdown uh, on the McAfee show of it where yep. it's one look, one step and he turns Savage around and puts him in yep. a spin cycle and then runs completely away from him. And, you know, kudos to Cousins for making the play and making the throw. I also thought one of the best defenses for it, Nags, was going to be getting some heat on Cousins, getting him off his spot. And they wanted to play rush four. Our zone too high quarters is going to be good enough. We're going to keep everything in front of them and Ben not break. Part of me thinks that there's some of it's week one we don't want to show all the creative ways we can shut down a number one receiver but the other part of me is saying dude that's a division game and you just got woken up to the fact that week 17 is going to be a little bit yeah. bigger than you may have originally yep. thought yeah it's going to be a big i'm it's so interesting because like i'm 50 50 on the on the pass rush thing right because i think for the most part the approach that they had up front worked Kirk Cousins just did a great job of getting the ball out of his hand when the rush got to him, right? Whether it was finding an outlet receiver or throwing it away, but there were a number of times where Preston Smith's right on him or Rashawn Gary's about to crash. And like, you look at the pressure numbers just across the league, they have three guys in the top 20 on -hmm. Sunday, you know, Kenny Clark, Preston Smith, and Rashawn Gary, all in the top 20 when it comes to pressures, which tells you, yeah, they were getting close and they were just, they were affecting the pocket. Cousins just did a really good job, and I think O'Connell did a nice job of designing plays where, okay, if you're reading high to low, and you're t- you know the the bell goes off in your head, the timing bell, okay, I I've been holding this ball now for three seconds, I got to get rid of it. I thought Cousins did a masterful job of that. Yeah, and people hate that they get paid too. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Released, but right. man, Can't Kirk Cousins that. makes a lot of money. Uh, on the other mm-hmm. side, and when you allow him, Wayne Larravee uh, said he's like a three-point shooter, and you allow him to make the first two to three, and really he might point. not miss the rest of the night. And yep. dude, he had he had himself a big big night, and now yeah, you gotta now you gotta focus up on beating a division opponent and getting right because Nags. I don't even want to put this out there. I don't even want to think about it. But sweet lord, you walk down into Tampa, Florida, zero and two, zero and two. With no, sir. Tom no, sir. week three, Belichick yeah. week four. Yeah. I'm going to go with no on that one. I'm going to go with no nah. Thanks. I'm going to go with no thank you. Uh, it is interesting <laughs> looking at looking at this Bears matchup. Um, 
it's it's so hard to get a read on the Bears because of the type of game they played in last I Sunday yep. in the monsoon against the 49ers. Obviously, the 49ers, a team that's given the Packers nothing but problems over the last couple of years. Um, not saying that the Bears handled them or anything. I thought Fields overall didn't play a very good game. He hit some big plays when things broke down. And that's what yep. you got to do. That's how you win. But, man, you, you look at their defense. I think their defense is going to be pretty legit. And I don't think there's, you know, overwhelming superstars there, although there's a lot of there's some talent. Mm-hmm. But there, I think the the coaching really showed up. And I know, again, it's a monsoon and it's hard to judge much. But you talk about a pretty stout group that didn't make big mistakes and were pretty sound assignment wise. Uh, they were rock solid throughout the entirety of that game. Well, and I don't know what you saw last year from them, too, because it's it's a lot of the same personnel. I think Brisker in right. the back end next to Jackson is going to be a dude's going to be a, a real player. Jaquan Brisker for a while. Definitely. Yeah. Yep. Um, but at some point when you know a coach is going to get fired, the message just kind of gets tuned on out. And I think that Bears team last year kind of knew that Nagy was going to get fired by like week five. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks and automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations so you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology, real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Find a fresh take on a fall getaway to Wilmington, North Carolina, and beaches. Enjoy hiking trails in a state park, fresh seafood with a sight of live music, and fall festivals galore. Then, live it up along the Riverwalk in Wilmington's historic downtown. With three island beaches, Carolina, Curie, and Wrightsville, and a vibrant downtown, you get the best of the Carolina coast, all in one place. Plan your fall getaway at WilmingtonandBeachesVacation.com. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. So it was... It was tough to keep your energy level and your intensity level at a nine through the entire year when you know, hey, we're all fighting for our jobs, not really for a better goal. Um, they definitely believe they're better, and and belief is a crazy thing in the NFL. 
I didn't think Nags. I didn't think Fields played well at all uh, through yeah, the first through the first three quarters. three quarters. Really, yeah, yeah. Agreed. In the fourth, totally in the fourth agreed. quarter, he took advantage, and yeah. that's the classic: let a team hang around and look around and figure out what happens. Right? Yep. Like those are those are those moments, and yep. you got to be able to pound him into submission early because Roquan Smith can do a lot of things, but if you're driving his defensive lineman two to three yards back. And letting AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones hammer in their them. thing. Yes. It's going to be yes. a long day for that Bears defense. Well, it's interesting too. It's so funny going back and watching the game last year in Lambeau between these two teams. Chicago, mm-hmm. man, they came to play. Yeah. yeah I know did. the Packers ended up scoring a ton of points and they win and it was exciting. I was there. It was the one game I attended last year. But it's like they played a really good game. And I tell you what, Fields did a lot of damage with his legs in that game. And this is this is a a number one circle it on the whiteboard in the meeting room every single day. Talk to Rashawn especially about not overrunning the pocket and not taking an inside release because how many times last year did we see quarterbacks, especially mobile guys, just get out the back door because Rashawn had like crashed inside? It happened a couple of times in the game against the Bears last year, and one time in particular it really hurt them. That is. To me, that's like one of the major ways they could win this game is Fields and his legs because it's given the Packers problems before. It's something they have to put a clamp on early in this game, I would suspect. And he is an energy difference maker, right? Like, I mean, the video, I know it's post game. That's a tough photo when he slides into the water and flexes, right? Like, it's so good. Dude, I t- I'm telling you, belief is a weird thing in this game. And if that mm-hmm. team believes one can take them back and dig them out of any hole, you allow him to run like that and, and you mm-hmm. open up all of those thoughts. But I also think there's a, a couple of factors that kind of go against what Justin Fields might be able to do. And that, that Bears offensive line, Nags, I just don't think is any good. I mean, Tevin Agreed. Jenkins was their yep. second round pick that was supposed to be a dog for them. And I just don't see it. Um, I think Cody Whitehair is a guard that wanted to be a center, but they put him in guard because they're more <laughs> right. more afraid of it. I, I think that team is really gettable, but you're exactly right. The only way that you allow him to escape is if you break contain. That's where Preston Smith, I think, is the best at. Right? I mean, oh, he he's so good. He's so good. He never oh. overruns it. He always holds the edge. He's always cognizant of where the drop is and not getting past it. Like yep, in a way exactly. that Rashawn with Rashawn, it's it, you can see the athleticism, right? You know how talented he is, but sometimes he takes that inside, tries to take that inside move mm-hmm. and just opens up the door for the QB. Can't have that this week. Cannot do it. Um, let's flip over on the offensive side of the ball. You talk about this offensive line. I know Jenkins practice today. We're recording this on Thursday. Maybe he plays Bakhtiari. I'll be absolutely shocked if he's out there. I would mm-hmm. expect Yash gets another call there at left tackle. We'll see what happens with Zach Tom. Maybe he supplants Jake Hansen at right guard. I know Matt had mentioned the, you know, the, the fact that he's, you know, up for a starting job, so to speak. Yep. To me, regardless of who's up there, we know we've heard there's been a lot of talk about needing to feature the running backs. Why this needed to be a revelation after a loss, I have no idea. But man, if the whole thing on Sunday night doesn't run through Aaron Jones and AJ Dillon. We absolutely riot. Yeah. Then, then there's some serious, serious problems in river city. I mean, what on earth, (laughs) what else do you got to know? You're going to have to watch again, as you mentioned, a banged up offensive line, go up against 
as much as I just kind of dogged the defense, dude, Robert Quinn had what, 16 and a half sacks last year? I mean, he right. can get after you a little bit. And if Royce yep. Newman's out there on the island, I don't necessarily love that. I do <sighs> like the idea of Zach Tom uh, back out it. onto the field. Here's what I would if I'm if I'm Aaron here, it's my it's your good friend, Matt. What, what should I do along the offensive line on Sunday night? Well, Matt, what you should do is play Zach Tom at right tackle and play put Newman, kick him back into guard and mm-hmm. away you go. That's yep. what I think. And I know he's a rookie and I know he's going to take his lumps. But, man, I feel a world's better after watching him in camp and preseason at right tackle taking his lumps than I do with Newman at tackle and Jake Hansen at guard. Well, and wasn't it, I think you and I kind of touched on this, maybe it was the first time, maybe it was the second uh, beer and ball, was that I think he's with the frame, because he is smaller, right? right? I mean, he's only like yep. six foot four, do not five. offensive tackle when you look at him in any way, no, shape, or form. But I think he's too small to play guard, and I think it gets might end up getting exposed a little bit more when you're inside fighting 300 pounders right. than fighting freakish athletic 270 pounders, right? Like yep. he can utilize his feet a little bit more out there. And, yep. and you'd have a better chance to it. But that hinge is also on Runyon going. And um, right. I had, that doesn't look good. That doesn't it look doesn't good. look good. And I had yeah. Josh Myers as my uh, as my big breakout star. Um, Nags, that, that, that <sighs> clip. Of, Might take some time. Might take some time. Because <laughs> he blocked John Runyon. Right. <laughs> I know. I know. And then, being, the, and then there's the other one on Aaron Jones' long fumble. run. Aaron Jones' long run where... Like he turns, I get what he's doing. He's turning around and looking to peel back and hit somebody, right? And then Jones is like right up on him and just pushes him out of the way. He's like, get out like, of here, dude. My guy, my guy, we love you. But yeah, let's stop blocking our own dudes and stop stop getting in the way of the running backs. That's that is going to help. Yep, that is going to help. That is going to help when we stop blocking our own players. That It's a bold I mean, strategy. But luckily, A.J. Dillon is as big as he is because Zadarius Smith came in and just absolute. I mean, that was a forearm whew. shiver like I'm trying to give to somebody in blue and oranges. We just quick one right across. the No, I mean, right across. I mean, well, it was so interesting to watch there. And that whole play, though, is Aaron, just throw the ball away, my guy. Yeah, just like, what are you yeah. what are you doing? And that mm-hmm. comes back to another fundamental thing that needs to happen on Sunday night. Aaron needs to play in rhythm. Like enough of this patting the ball, enough of this looking for shots. Man, read it, and I don't even care. Like read it and dump it or get gone. Like just if it's not there initially, don't be waiting. Don't be trying to create. Just live for another down. There was way too much trying to make something happen downfield on Sunday. They really went long play action, right? Like, it's I mean, crazy their, their me. play action, every one of them was a move the pocket, get them out and on the run. And one that clouds the clouds the view of the field yep. because you turn your back to the defense at some point right. and it allows for free rushers like the uh, the Christian Watson play that I think was going around a lot this past weekend or this mm-hmm. past week of him right. rolling on out after the play action. He misses yep. him on the deep crosser. It yep. also allows for a free rusher to get in your face. And I did think he took too many unnecessary shots. Yes, and he did. those are ones that you got to you got to know, hey, I can live for another that day. clock, that clock mm-hmm. in your head. The thing we were talking about with cousins that Rogers just did not have on Sunday in Minneapolis, this ability to get back there. You got three seconds after that, get the ball out of your fucking hand. You're playing on the road in that environment. You mm-hmm. got to know that rush is going to be in your lap sooner rather than later. Now I do suspect he'll have a bit more time 
on Sunday night against the Bears, and not because they're going to be world's better blocking-wise, but just because they'll be able to operate everything they want to do at the line of scrimmage in a way you can't do in Minneapolis. For sure. The environment is a little more kind of obviously forgiving. You can actually hear whatever the calls are. Mm -hmm. I suspect they'll look a little better in that regard. But, man, they've got to be efficient early. Yeah. and Right out the gate. And I also would, I could live without moving the pocket, the sprint outs I'm done with, right? Like I, that's a young man's game. You're you done with, in, you sir, leave that in college. We're only entering week two. No, no, we You're leave that in with. college. Gonna, we leave that to a young see man's a lot game. more of it. You're going to see know, a lot more of it. I know. And people love it. I just, yeah. if we're going to pass the ball, let's do it in a pocket. Um, let's get the out other, of the pocket, right? The other part here for, for Rogers, I think into the past game too, is a little bit more knowledge that, one, Robert Tunyon is going to be on the field for as much as he was. Get him the rock, dude. I mean, yeah. like, if you are if you want to be able to attack the seams. Where, where uh. Tunyon comes across the formation after the they, like, fake a run to the left and Tunyon, like, darts across, that is such a sweet play. More of that, please. Like, but, yeah, get get Tunyon the ball. Quickly. I mean, you, talk about, you talk about the guy that Rodgers trusts. I mean, Tunyon's, the, Tunyon's one of them. There's zero question about it. And speaking of which, Alan Lazard sure looks like he's in line to play. Yeah, that's I'm help. I'm really fascinated to see like how much Rodgers pulls the trigger in rhythm with Lazard out there because I do think like the the trust factor which we always hear about with Rodgers is a very real thing and I think because Lazard is his guy, he's talked him up all offseason. I think he'll mm-hmm. get significant action. I don't think he'll be having a huge game production-wise, but I think he'll see the rock a lot. Yeah, and I mean, we talk about, you know, Rodgers playing in rhythm and, you know, get a wide receiver into some rhythm. He's got to get himself into a rhythm, too, right? Like, yes. that's, that's a position yes. that you got to you gotta feel good about some of the throws you're making. And, and you get Rodgers into a little bit earlier of a rhythm, too, and yep. not allow for one of the biggest reasons why Nagsy took so many shots was because they were allowing and this goes back to running the football allowing those dudes to pin their ears back when you're yes. only down 10 nothing yes it's a tough tough place to be in you can't live like that you just you just cannot live like that but they've forgotten more about football than we'll ever know so That's obviously true. they've got yeah. some crazy plan that i'm sure will make us all look silly what's funny <laughs> is like they live for that though i mean and not just yeah, rogers do. although he's famous for the chip on the shoulder kind of thing the revenge stuff whatever but I think Matt's got some of that in him too, where he's like, "Oh yeah, he does. okay, you're gonna you're gonna tell me I can't do this, I shouldn't do that. Well, I'm gonna show you." And I suspect we don't see a huge shift from what we saw game plan wise offensively against the Bears. I think we'll see better execution. Would, well, you would guys, be my guess. You guys are boys. Can you just get him on the phone and ask him what he's gonna do this week? I mean, can yeah, can sure. we just make sure that sure. make sure you dial up your guy and and have him throw as few times as possible hand Aaron Jones the football as many times as possible and you know late in the third fourth quarter then you just pound AJ Dillon and then we can go and have a little bit earlier Packers OT <laughs> exactly it's like right. a running take clock it, nags that's worth air out of the <laughs> take this air out of the game and get to the drinking get to the drinking faster at the the end of the night I hear that I'm all about this idea yeah you know Matt just likes to make fun of me basically like that's he is pretty good boys. at it too yeah, he is pretty exactly. Good he people say we're boys, but it's like no, I'm just really the court jester of, of the Packers media. That's <laughs> that's really my purpose here. It's all but good. At least, you know what? Why we like this and why everybody likes Nags a lot more is because Nags, you will allow yourself 
to be seen as the court jester every once in a while. And it's, you know, it's crazy it idea. Is. You don't take yourself too seriously. We're talking football. I mean, God forbid. That's the thing, man. Look, all you got to do is go on Twitter to know how fucked up this world is. Man, we're just here drinking beer and talking ball. Man, that's all we do. That's, what, it's a, that's how we it's live. The, it's the best kind of job to have. It's the only job to have. And it's the only one I want to have Packers Bears week. I've been getting into some polite disagreements with certain individuals here next. And Oh, really? Really? It, do tell, it, sir. Maybe I'm a little bit too old school. Maybe this right. maybe this green and gold flows a little bit too deep through my veins. <laughs> right. But one of my favorite parts of the Mike McCarthy era okay. was knowing that coming into Packers Bears week, there right. was going to be an educational tutorial on what yes. Bears Packers means. What it means. The history. I feel you, man. Why it you. means more. And yep. I get it. I get, you know, 22, 23, 24-year-old dudes don't necessarily need that kind of motivation but let's just let them have it there so then you can have that extra motivation potentially and this means more to me than anybody any other game that you see it's not indoctrination right it's just information and the idea that there will be somebody most likely in that meeting room who goes oh yeah i dig that and that's Mm -hmm. it that's all it is but yeah to be complete i'm not saying matt's been completely dismissive of it but i do hate the Oh, you know, we understand it's important because it's a divisional game and that's it. Like, that's the only thing that's going on. And we leave the rivalry to the fans kind of thing, man. To your point, I love that Mike used to do the, there was that great quote that really, I think because it was in the off season, it never got blown up, but like he was at, he was doing some kind of world war two bomber uh, PR thing. Like he was doing a flight over Chicago and he literally, as he's getting on the plane turns and says, okay, let's go bomb Chicago. Like he got into the rivalry, you know? <laughs> yes. Like that's yes. the stuff I love as a fan. And I'm as much as fans. I hated the guy, when Lovey Smith walked up to the podium in his introductory oh press gosh. conference and said, Yes, we're gonna beat the Green Bay Packers. Number one thing we're gonna do is beat the Packers. I was like, let's ride, dude. We need more of this. We need a little bit of angst and, and frustration in. because the All Packers in. Vikings is cool. I like I like hating on people from Minnesota because it's fun, right? It's cute matter like that much it ain't the bears this is different Mm -hmm. this is so different oh i can't wait for sunday night you got me so jazzed now i love it i love it um but definitely people will be listening to packers ot without yeah they will on the packers radio network there 97.3 the game billy it's been beer it's been ball it's been gangbusters thanks so much for joining me man appreciate it man as always i'll talk to you next week